In the early days of the United States, Thomas Jefferson drew out potential state lines for new states he foresaw as the United States expanded west. These new states were all to be very orderly and box-like, following latitude and longitude. Now, if you've ever seen the United States on a map, you know that that's not really how state lines are drawn. They're more haphazard, like puzzle pieces fitting together. So how the states got the boundaries we know today makes for some very interesting stories. I'm Tracy S. Morris, and I am not making this up. For some states, natural boundaries make, well, natural boundaries. For example, the majority of Florida is bound by the ocean, and the Mississippi River forms an entire side of at least one state. According to Mark Stein, author of the book How the States Got Their Shapes, every method of travel, including railroad and waterway, shaped many of the state boundaries. Other factors included politics, for example, pro or anti-slavery. In the case of Texas and California, the two territories held so much political clout that they basically told the United States government what their shape would be and the government had to accept the proposed boundaries. There are 50 different states, and this is a five-minute podcast, so for the sake of brevity, let's just look at one story. Missouri, and that weird little boot heel that is in the southeastern corner. In 1810, a 16-year-old named John Walker moved to the New Madrid area of the Missouri Territory. Walker started a cattle ranch in the area. Less than a year later, One of the largest earthquakes in history occurred right there on the New Madrid Fault. This earthquake was so large it caused the Mississippi River to run backwards. The earth was said to have swallowed an entire Native American village. And the shaking rang church bells as far away as Pennsylvania. Now, following the earthquake, many people left the area, as people do after a natural disaster. Walker took advantage of this to buy up the surplus land and expand his cattle company. By 1818, he had a very large ranch. Around that time, the first petition to make Missouri a state went before Congress. Walker and his neighbors saw the proposed state boundaries, and they realized that they would be drawn 25 miles north of their community. Walker and his neighbors preferred to be part of the state of Missouri rather than the territory of Arkansas, so they petitioned to be included in the new state. Two years later, when the petition for statehood again went before Congress, an additional 980-square-mile boot hill that included Walker's community was included in that land. So, in a very roundabout way, an earthquake is responsible for how Missouri got its distinctive shape. Thank you for listening to I Am Not Making This Up. It's on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, pretty much all the other directories now, so subscribe. If you like what you hear, leave a review with your preferred podcast service. That's how other listeners find us. For more bizarre stories that I didn't make up, and some that I did, go to my website, tracysmorris.com. I post a new history story every Monday. You can also subscribe to my newsletter. I send out an original speculative fiction story every month. Or check out my short stories and novels there. If you want a good laugh, why not purchase one of my many fine books, like Bride of Tranquility, a murder mystery set in a haunted hotel during a Renaissance wedding. 
It's available on Amazon, through Yard Duck Press, or Bain Books. And if you have an improbable history topic that you'd like me to cover, please drop me an email at author at tracysmorris.com.